Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin ve salatu ve selamu ala şerefil enbiyayi vel mursalin. Muhammedur Resulullah sallallahu aleyhi ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve sellem teslimen kathiran kathira. Fama ba'du, my brothers and sisters, I want to remind myself and you about a very very critical matter. And that matter has to do with preserving whatever good that we have done. Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us the opportunity of Ramadan al Karim, and it gave us the opportunity of engaging in various kinds of ibadat, in Tilawat al-Qur'an, obviously in Siyam, in fasting, in Qiyamul Layl, in Tarawih, and so on, and in Etikaf. The key thing is that after doing all that, it is important that we maintain them and we retain them. Because deeds are like money. You can lose them. You can make it and you can lose it. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much you made, what you have is only what you retained. Right, if I can make a million dollars, but then if I lose it, then at the end of the day, I'm still hungry. Now, what is it that retains our deeds? And that is al-ikhlasun niya, the sincerity of the intention. We know the hadith of Umar ibn al-Khattab anhu, where Rasulullah is reported to have said, innama al-amalu bin niyat. He said the deed is based on the, or the reward of the deed is based on the intention. Now, what is it that destroys the intention? What destroys the intention is what is called a riya. Riya comes from the word ruya, which means to see. The riya is the desire to show. The desire to show. I do something good and I have a desire that this thing which I did good must be known to people. The people should know it. They should obviously, if they know it, they will think I'm a great guy. So this is my desire. And that nullifies the deed. It wipes out the deed. Rasulullah in a famous hadith in Musnad Imam Ahmad and also in Muslim um, from Mahmud bin Lubayd radiallahu anhu he said that Rasulullah said what I fear for you the most is hidden shirk that is arriya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say on the day of judgment when he is rewarding people for their actions Go to those for whom you did riya in the world and then see what you will find with them as a reward. Allah will say, go to the one that you were trying to show and take the reward from that person. In another hadith, which is in Ibn Majah and on the authority of Abu Sayyid al-Khudri radiallahu Rasulullah is reported to have said, shall I not inform you of what I fear for you more than Masihat Dajjal. Shall I not inform you of what I fear for you more than I fear for you Al-Masihat Dajjal. And that is hidden shirk. Shirk khafi, hidden shirk. It is when a man stands up for prayer and then beautifies his prayer 
for another one to look at. Because the person is standing up and he is conscious, people are watching me, so I must stand like this. Great khushu, look down, yeah, and so on and so on. So he is doing it for the people. Also, he is reciting Quran in uh, as the Imam, and he is beautifying his recitation, and he feels that, oh, the, all the people behind me, mashallah, they think I'm such a good reciter, and so on and so on. In another hadith, in, in uh, Musnadi Muhammad, uh, Mahmud bin Labid anhu reported that Rasulullah said, Verily, my greater fear for you is the hidden idolatry. Is the hidden idolatry. They said, Ya Rasulullah, what is the hidden idolatry? In another place, he said, lesser idolatry. He said, وسلم, it is ostentation, it is showing off. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say to those people on the day of resurrection, when people are being recompensed for their deeds, Go to those for whom you made a show in the world and go and see if you find reward with them. Ibn Abbas said, Riya is more hidden than a black ant on a black stone in a dark night. Ma'qil bin Yasir reported, he said, I went, I departed with Abu Bakr as-Siddiq to meet Rasulullah and Rasulullah said, O oh, Abu Bakr, there is idolatry among you more hidden than the crawling of an ant. Abu Bakr Siddiq said, Ya Rasulullah, is there idolatry other than making another god alongside of Allah? So he's saying that we understand idolatry means to worship an idol. Is there something, something else other than that? Rasulullah said, By the one in whose hand is my soul, there is idolatry more hidden than the crawling of an ant. Shall I not tell you something to say to get rid of it, both minor and major? Say, O oh Allah, I seek refuge in you that I associate partners with you while I know and I seek your forgiveness for what I do not know. And this is in Bukhari in the Bab called Adawal Mufrad and this is a hadith which is Sahih insha'Allah. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika an ushrika bika wa ana alamu wa astaghfiruka lima la a'lam. On the authority of Abu Hurairah who said, I heard Rasulullah saying, the first of people, this is a very famous and very frightening hadith. Listen carefully. Nabi said, Abu Hurairah said, that Rasulullah said, the first of people among against whom against whom judgment will be pronounced on the day of resurrection will be a man who died a shaheed. He died as a martyr. He will be brought and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tell him, will make known to him his favors. And uh, he will recognize them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will then say, and what did you do for this? What did you do about these favors? The man will say, Ya Rab, I fought for you until I died a shaheed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, you lied. You have lied. You did, but fight so that it may be said of you that he is brave. And so it was said. And then he will be ordered to be dragged along on his face until he is thrown into the hellfire. Who is this? Muslim who died in the path of Allah. Another will be a man who studied religious knowledge. 
and taught it and used to recite the Quran. So this is a Qari Hafiz Alim. He will be brought and Allah will make known to him his favors and he will recognize them. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, and what did you do about them? He will say, I studied religious knowledge and I taught it and I recited Quran for your sake. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, you have lied. You did study, but so that it might be said of you that he is learned, he's a great alim. <coughs> and you recited Quran that it may be said of you that he is a reciter, he is a qari. And so it was said. Then he will be ordered to be dragged along on his face until he is thrown into the hellfire. Another man will be brought whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made rich and to whom he gave all kinds of wealth. He will be brought and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make known to him his favors and he will recognize them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, and what did you do about them? The man will say, I left no path untrodden in which you like money to be spent without spending money in it. Which means that I spent money in everything that you like money to be spent. All things of khair I did for you. I did this for your sake. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, you lied. You did this, but so that it will be said about you that you are generous, open-handed. So it was said. Then he will be ordered to be dragged along on his face until he is cast into the hellfire. And this hadith is in Muslim and also in Tirmidhi and An-Nasai. I remind myself and you, my brothers and sisters, it is like, supposing you have a, your wallet or you, know, you have a bag of, uh, you know, bunch of banknotes, right? You just came from the bank, you got a $100,000, fat, thick, bunch and you have to go and you have to go through Penn Station or something, right? Packed place. And you know there are gangs of pickpockets who are operating here. You know this. What will you do? That money you will keep in your pocket but you will keep that hand in that pocket. You will not leave that money unattended even for a second because you know these people are here. They are all they're gangs. They are professional thieves. We have, we have two professional thieves which are with us 24-7. Who are they? One is Iblis, Shaitan. And the other one is inside us, the Nafs. These are bigger pickpockets than any pickpocket of the world. One comes from outside, the other, is, the other one is inside. And their only job is to destroy whatever we do. At the end of the day, as I said, it is not how much you make, it is how much you have. How much remains? Same thing with money, same thing with deeds. We can do all the good in the world, but if there is riya, if there is the desire to show, khalas, gone. Today, one of the biggest curses, I make no mis I make no bones about this, I say it very openly. One of the biggest curses is this, this phone, this device. Because this is the stealer, this is the biggest robber of our ikhlas. How many times have you seen people standing with their back to the Kaaba, selfie like this? They're standing in the rawda of Rabbi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, back to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, taking a selfie like this. Inna lillahi wa inna rajim. Where will this end? Where will this end? No adab. No adab. You get to the rawda, 
you go you say salam to the nabi alayhi salam right you want to turn your back to the nabi and take a take a selfie for what who do you want to show who do you want to show we are supposed to face the kaaba we are the ummah which faces the kaaba not somebody we are not the ummah which has the back to the kaaba huh? which who are we we have back to the kaaba we face the kaaba who do you want to show allah is watching facebook allah is watching instagram eh who what what is this please you take the time and the money and the energy and all of that and you travel from here to thousands of kilometers all the way to makka all the way to madina and you want to destroy that by this nonsense for what please do not do this don't take pictures of people praying because the prayer the salah is the most private it is the most private the most precious act between the abd and the rabb there is no third person involved right there's no other is me and my rabb it is you and your rabb there's no other person involved right so here now majid is standing there khushu to allah subhanahu i take a picture of majid for what inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun it is a gross invasion of privacy of the individual which is illegal in this dunya and it's illegal in the akhirah and if the person gives permission for that then he is committing shirk simple as that if you took it without permission you are violating his privacy which is a which is a crime and if he gives permission if he says no when i am praying take a picture then he is committing shirk why do you want to why do you want to help him to commit shirk please leave allah alone for god's sake i mean what is this it is better not to pray than to do this at least you are not committing a you are not getting a sin no if you are not doing any nafil salah it's okay you won't go to jahannam but you want to do the salah and then you want pictures inna lillahi wa inna ilaihi same thing with this you give charity photo i am giving money hold hold the money take a picture astaghfirullah alazim you are demeaning the first of all you are insulting the person the poor the poor, the man is poor he has to come because he is he is in need right so you insult him by by showing this and taking a picture is inna lillahi wa inna ilaihi do deeds quietly and then final point somebody will argue with you you know it is uh, to give charity and to do it publicly it encourages people my position i'm not giving a fatwa my position is let somebody else encourage you don't do it because if somebody tells me that if i in a, say say this fundraising which we do right many people many organizations fundraise in the fundraising if somebody says who is willing to give 10000 dollars i put up my hand if somebody is telling me that if you put up your hand to give that 10000 dollars right and if you are telling me that your heart is not affected by that i will tell you that you are the biggest liar the world ever has ever seen you are the biggest liar the world has ever seen there is no way that your heart is not affected by publicly saying i am giving 10000 50000 100000 million right forget it this that doesn't happen why do you want to do that give a million give a billion right give a trillion do it quietly don't announce people no no the many fatwa no no you must do it because people are people let people there are so many people to encourage no, let them do it 
Let it's not it's not mukallaf on you. Keep quiet. Give it quietly. Give as much as you want because this is between you and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Give here quietly and collect from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala publicly, inshallah, on the day of judgment. But don't announce. Do not announce. Don't raise your hand. Do not announce. You give what you want to give. Let nobody know. Except Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. What did he say about charity? He said, if the right hand gives, the left hand should not know. So I'm not giving a fatwa about whether announcing and doing it publicly, whether this is halal or haram. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. I am saying you don't do it for the preservation of your own ikhlas. Even if it is halal, it is not fard. Let somebody do it. Let somebody. Do it. Allah will. Allah will not question you. Why did you not announce? No. Right. Let us do. Let us preserve whatever we have. Subhanallah. How much? What good deeds do we have? I mean, really. See, see, I'm talking myself. What is it? Do I have? Uh, can I say with complete certainty that I've got two rakat of salah, which is pakka? Allah has accepted. No way. Can I say that? Can I say that about one sajda? What are we talking about? Do things quietly. Whatever you can do to the best of your ability. We ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to accept our deeds. We ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala not to uh, allow us and not to allow shaitan and our nafs to steal from us. We ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to preserve what we have done and to keep it with Him and to grow it with Him and to give it to us when we meet Him. Inshallah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.